as moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome this week as we dive into another episode of Lemonade to Laptops. Before I reveal my special guest, I want to tell you about some exciting news. First, look for my new ebook being released soon. It's how to kickstart your child's business with confidence today. So look for that coming down the pike. And this summer, look for our summer series coming out for my podcast. I will do short and informative tips as we go through this summer months. This will run for about 12 weeks. So I'm excited to bring you some so much goodness on marketing, sales, social media, what business ideas you can start with your kids. So I know we're gonna come into the summer months here and some parents need things for their kids to do. And this is a perfect time to start instilling those everyday lessons of entrepreneurship. So let's do that. Watch out for my summer series. They'll be short and quick informative tips anywhere from seven to 10 minutes. So that will come out every week, every Tuesday. And are you looking for a done for you plugin as you go for your Instagram accounts to help you with marketing and social media and really kind of take your social media to the next level. We have just the right resources for you to save time and money. So watch out for that. That's a little teaser that's coming soon and you'll be able to get on our wait list very soon. So watch for that. In the meantime, hop on over to Facebook and join our group. It's called Guiding Parents with Kidpreneurs. So that's over on Facebook. So check that out. I also have the link in the show notes. So join that. But now let's get into this week's episode with no other than my daughter and inspiration, Lakin Wilson from Cake and Bake Goods. Let's hear how she has been able to move and transition to Spain across the world during a pandemic and really use her skills she has acquired over the past 10 years while she's been a kidpreneur to start her own online business while she's been in Spain helping other small businesses stand out on social media. Hint, hint, hint. Just kind of told you about it a little with her creative eye and talent for graphic design. So um, she's been able to navigate and move for the last four or five months now. And um, so let's listen in on those skills she has learned 
throughout her 10 years being a kidpreneur into an adultpreneur now. And um, let's listen in what she has learned over the last years. All right, here we go. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome this week to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Wilson, and I have a special VIP guest with me this week. The reason why we are truly all here in the first place, kidpreneur turned young entrepreneur all the way across the world, Lakin Wilson from Barcelona, Spain. How are you, Lakin? I'm good. Hello, everyone. Yes. How are you doing there? It's it's what? Seven hours, six hours ahead. Six. Yeah. Right now it's um, yeah six hours. All right. Well, Lakin is my daughter. If, if you're not familiar with my podcast and she is my kidpreneur turned to, like I said, young lady entrepreneur, and she was in the baking space. So she is not baking in Barcelona, Spain, but Lakin, why don't you tell everybody your background and how you got from a 10, 11, 12 year old baker creator to a almost 23 year old living in Spain? Uh, okay. Um, so uh, where would I even start? Um, I guess I always kind of knew, I always had like kind of was in the creative space. I always loved art um, and drawing, painting, um, everything like that, coloring, loved coloring. And I kind of knew, I guess I kind of always knew I wasn't really made for the nine to five lifestyle, I guess. Um, I remember just when I was a kid, (laughs) when I, when you made us um, clear out our rooms and like organize stuff, you know, like spring cleaning and stuff, I would, instead of getting rid of my stuff, I would have little garage sales to make some money. And I would sell some of my stuff that I didn't necessarily want, or I just kind of outgrew and I would sell things for like 25 cents here and 50 cents here, just to my sisters and the kids and the, our neighbors and stuff like that. Um, so I've always kind of had this like side to me. Um, and when I was, what was I, 13, maybe, maybe younger, um, I wanted to buy a phone. And my parents said, well, if you want to buy a phone, you have to pay for the phone. And so that's how I kind of started doing the baking. Um, my dad has always been into baking and he always baked our, our birthday cakes and things like that. So I always kind of liked doing that with him and trying new recipes. So I took a couple classes at um, our local like AC Moore or something like that and just kind of learned how to decorate and make different types of icing, things like that. And so I started started a business and started selling to just friends and family. And then it continued to grow and I was able to buy my first car. And then I was able to travel to Costa Rica through my school. I think that was like my senior year. And it's always been just kind of a really nice way. I've always worked more than at least two jobs. So it was always nice having I would do the baking on the weekends and then would also work. I had a job at a local grocery store. So I was, was able to do um, baking side by side, working other jobs. And 
it was nice because throughout college, I was able to come home and with like graduation parties, weddings, things like that. I was able to, I was always booked for the summer, always overbooked for the summer. Um, so it was a really nice way for me to make money. And with COVID, when COVID hit. Wait, can we, I, can we take a step back? Because kind of tell them what the product you started out with first and then kind of oh. how it morphed into um, so I started out with cupcakes and cookies and sometimes cakes. And then as I continued, um, and started practicing more and trying different styles and different techniques, my cookies became really popular. So that was kind of my main, my main thing. And so I was able to do that in that kind of, I did graduation parties, weddings, um, all different kinds of events. Um, so, so different themed sugar cookies. Yes. Different themed sugar cookies. So I can't even, I, I don't even know how many, uh, cookie cutters we have at home. I mean, I've done a million different types of designs. Um, anything from flowers, mother's day, baby shower. What else? My favorite um, one is the, uh, I think to this day. The watermelon's up there, but I think the taco baby shower. Oh yeah, those yep. are amazing. Taco baby shower. And you can see them everything. on our Instagram at uh, um, Cake and Bake Goods. Cake and Bake Goods. Yep. But yeah, so that became really popular, and that became kind of my main my main thing. And I was able to grow, kind of grow my business over the years, and I was able to grow like a really loyal customer base. And it was really cool to see kind of, they started out ordering with me for like baby showers and then they started um, ordering for first birthdays. And so I would continue to kind of grow with them with, uh, just throughout their life. And as they grew their family, they would order for me. So it was really cool to see, see just everyone kind of coming back to me and having loyal customers and getting recommendations from them and just getting really great feedback. So that was really good. And then, um, so you did this, weave this business throughout college because you did attend college yes. for four years. So then, okay, take us back to March of 2020 when the whole world stopped. <laughs> so my junior year, I decided to study abroad in Barcelona and I absolutely loved it. And I told myself, like, I know I want to come back. I know I need to, three, three and a half months wasn't enough time for me. So um, went back home and finished out my senior year and COVID hit in March. I was kind of like, okay, uh, where do I go from here? And I was kind of in shock, as we all were in shock, kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. I know I definitely did not want to do a nine to five. I cannot, I'm not a nine to five person. Um, so I moved back home um, and I started baking. I started a new kind of thought, well, how can I, um, how can I get more customers? How can I kind of grow my business and take advantage of what I had already, I had built all these years. And we decided to do um, cookie kits where kids, for kids or anyone really, um, and they would get a dozen cookies and a couple bags of icing and some sprinkles. And I started that for, did that for Easter and got a ton of orders for that. 
And so that's kind of what started my, I don't know, eight or nine months of building up, um, building up my money and growing, building up my business and trying to make as much money as I possibly can to come back to Barcelona. So I did the cookie kits. I took every single order that came my way. I reached out to a couple local businesses. Uh, one was Simple Roast. You can see them on Instagram. Reached out to Simple Roast, which is a kind of like a local cafe, local coffee hut. They kind of have, it's really cool design. They kind of have uh, drive-throughs. So it's really popular in my town. And reach out to them to see if they would want to possibly work with me and sell my cookies in their, um, in their locations or two huts. And they said, yes. So come, I think I started for Halloween. I think. Yes. You started for, yeah. you did Halloween. You didn't do Thanksgiving, right? Halloween and, and Christmas and Christmas I for think. them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did that. And we kind of came up with a, a business plan. So we were both kind of making money from it. And I think I started did started out with two two dozen bags at each hut. And I each bag know, had two cookies. Yeah, I just know it was crazy. And you sold up, sold out. They within, sold out within like a couple hours. A couple hours. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, um, so I think we need some more cookies. So then I I think we did three dozen at each hut and those also sold out in a matter of hours. And so I think, I think there was like two, two more orders after that. And they all sold out completely, um, which is amazing. And I was able to kind of get a lot, a lot of new customers from that, which was amazing. And I didn't, didn't do Thanksgiving. I just took my own orders and I, you and I kind of worked together and we decided to use click funnels to kind of do different upsells and downsells to uh, grow my business and make more money. Right. So we, and we did. Yeah. What? So for Thanksgiving and Christmas, we incorporated some Thanksgiving, Christmas and, yeah. and Halloween too. Oh, for Halloween. Yeah, we did Halloween. So we did Halloween, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. We incorporated sales funnels and a way to, increase your customer base and um, sell to them, give them different offers. So the average person wasn't spending, you know, 24, $28 a dozen. They were selling, spending more because they were buying more, more um, inventory or more products from you. So that way we were able to increase that and um, increase your sales. So you could save all that money and go to Spain. <laughs> yes. Which was amazing. I think what for how, how was it Halloween? The first time we did the quick funnels, I think it was like when you calculated everything out, I think I made an extra, like, was it like 700, $750 or something uh, around yeah, then? Yeah. Like extra, extra. Yeah. Just between the upsells and the downsells yes. and things like that. So it was really, which I was really surprised. It was really effective. And it, um, and I think my customers liked it too, because we were offering different types of, just different types of uh, products. I had the cookie decorating kits. I had a, mm -hmm. um, just my regular decorated cookies. I had kind of like a, a fun kit for uh, families with 
with kids um, that can be and different other different things in there. So it was really cool to see just how 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 many orders I was able to get just extra from just doing using the sales funnel and using ups and upsells and downsells. Well, and it was good because we were able to test your market, test your customer base and really get to know what they wanted because they kind of spoke to us with what they ordered more of. And it was, it was funny because we did in one of the upsells as people will know is that we did um, in your cookie kits, we said, okay, buy one cookie kit, but if they're buying one, why not buy two more at a discounted price? And they really took advantage of that. So now a customer's coming in only thinking they're buying one, but they really bought three. And so, you know, they, it's the same old head, like offer more of what the customer wants. And that's what we did. Yeah. So that was helpful. It was helpful to see just starting in at Halloween. And then we were able to move on to Thanksgiving. So we were able to kind of see, okay, this worked for Halloween. Let's see if this works for Thanksgiving. Okay. This didn't work for Thanksgiving. Okay. Let's see if it'll work for Christmas and kind of went from there, which was really cool. It was really interesting, um, interesting way to kind of market and try different new things, try different things. And right. Yeah. yeah. So now you're over in Spain. So, you know, along your journey, you know, since you started 11, 12, 13 years old, and it's, 10 years later, almost, you know, what skills have you learned throughout your kidpreneur journey, journey into adulthood? Like what, what skills have helped you along the way? What have you improved? What have you gained? What, what has this all taught you along the way? It's, it's definitely taught me a lot. I kind of been able to learn different different skills within kind of business. And then within life, I was able to learn a lot more about um, advertising and marketing and social media and working with, with other businesses, accounting, customer service is a big one. And then just kind of through life, I've learned definitely have um, hard worker, definitely um, just all the late nights staying up, having to miss uh, doing things with my friends to work and to kind of grow my business and determination, creativity, just trying new things, um, testing new ideas, testing new uh, techniques. Time management uh, is definitely yeah. a big one for me. Sometimes I have trouble with that, but I, I definitely was able to learn a lot about that. What else? Well, and There's I so also, many things. Well, and I kind I, of just intertwined into my life. Yeah, I was like, I, what popped up to my head is, is I'm, I'm kind of laughing here <laughs> because also to think quickly on your toes. Remember, you just got yeah. done with that cake. Yeah. It was this blue cake. And I wish I was quick enough to take, grab my phone and take pictures because it was this particular cake. She was putting it in our refrigerator in the garage and she dropped it. And the person was coming in one hour to pick up this cake. Now you can't bake a new cake. So not in an hour panicked. And she was just like, Oh my God, they're coming in one hour. So we said, okay, bring the cake in. Let's see if we can do a little surgery here. (laughs) Yep. So, Oh God, that cake was, I wish I took a picture too. It was the whole inside of the box was just blue, a blue mess. 
And, and I was, and it had raspberry yes. icing or raspberry no, filling, um, filling, filling, filling inside, which, oof. Thank yeah, God that, that did bad. not leak out. Yeah. Thank God that that was stayed inside the cake, but the frosting, it was a uh, mascarpone frosting. So it was, it was very light, like uh, a whipped cream frosting and absolutely destroyed. I mean, yes, adaptability is, is definitely a big <laughs> one. Definitely a big one. There's been a couple times where just with all the orders coming in and things I've forgotten or forgotten or kind of gotten not this is only, I think this happened maybe one, one time. That this was happened. one time you forgot about an order. One time. Yeah. Yep. And she had ordered from me like months in advance and I forgot to write it down. And that morning she texts me and says, I'm on my way to come pick up the order. And my heart literally dropped. And I was like, I have nothing here for her. Like I have nothing here. And thank God she was really flexible. And she's like, that's totally okay. Um, and so I was able to whip up some cupcakes for her and everything, everything worked out, but yes, definitely adaptability and, and quick thinking, thinking on your toes. Well, in adaptability with you moving across the country where there's a language barrier, where there's a time change, where there's, you know, the food is different. Um, so everything, yeah, everything. No, it's, it's definitely helped with that. I mean, moving, I'm kind of used to trying new things and I'm kind of used to adapting and kind of thinking quickly and trying new things. I mean, when we were kids, we tried everything. We were in every sport, we were in every, even business-wise, I've tried a ton of different things. So moving here, it was definitely scary, but I think in order to grow as a person, like you have to be uncomfortable. And I think trying new things can be uncomfortable sometimes, but moving here, I kind of, I keep that in like the back of my head. And every time, anytime I kind of like, Oh, I kind of doubt myself. I just always remind myself, like you're uncomfortable because you're, you're, you're growing, you're adapting, you're trying new things. You're, you know, right. And it definitely, I think it's, it's definitely helped. I came here uh, with, no, no house, nowhere to live. And so that was for, for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of my friends were like, why, why, why are you doing this? How are you doing this? And you're still going to go, but you have nowhere to live. And I was like, I'll figure it out. It'll work itself out. I'll figure it out. And I was able to stay with a friend for a while. And then I found my own place and I was able to kind of figure that out and figure out my schooling and figure out what did I, what I want to do um, for work and things like that. So yes, definitely. So what do you, what do you think the most challenging aspects of moving across the world have been? Um, I mean, the language barrier, uh, is definitely difficult. It's difficult for anyone. I'm in school, uh, learning Spanish now, and I have taken Spanish in the class in the past. So, um, now that's not too big of an issue. I think kind of the, the biggest thing was just missing, family and friends. I mean, you you move to a, a foreign country and it's, it's just you, you know, you, you're by yourself. So just kind of not having, you know, my grandma down the street to go and eat dinner with, or my sisters to kind of mess around with, it was definitely different. And I came here only knowing my professor from when I studied abroad here. And then one other friend that I had actually studied abroad here with last time as well. 
but it was kind of nice, I guess, coming here in a way because with not knowing many people, because I was able to meet so many people and try and have I've made so many so many friends. Um, oh, you the other day you were like called and you were like, oh yeah, I'm going, you know, on a boat, and I'm like going on a boat with who? And you were like naming all these people and all the countries they're from. I'm like, yeah, I'm wow, like, oh, okay. A <laughs> couple of them are from Germany. A couple of them from from Finland. Like the other day, last weekend, I had gone to the beach and I kind of I have a bunch of different different friend groups. So I there was people from Iran. There were people from Germany. There are people from Finland. There are people from um, Morocco. There were people uh, just all of my all of my friends together in just one place and like. It was really cool to just see all of us come together. And some of us, some of my friends don't um, speak English fluently. So I kind of would have to speak Spanish with them. My other friends don't speak Spanish. Some of my other friends don't speak Spanish. So it was like kind of translating and, and going in between everyone. It's, it's, it's definitely really interesting just to see kind of all the different cultures and learn so many different, um, so many different things, so many new things. And it's, yeah, definitely, definitely an experience. Well, and you've had some amazing Moroccan food. <laughs> yes, yes. My friend um, actually, or my roommate actually uh, prepared some stuff for his birthday and it was oh, so good. I've definitely tried so many, so many new foods. Good, good. Yeah. What an experience though. And we still have, um, we still have messages that come in, you know, at least once a week to say, Lincoln, are you back? Can you bake cookies for me? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. nope, she's not back yet. So, uh, no, not quite. Not quite. Not quite yet. So no. And what do you think have been like the most rewarding things? I know that, you know, since COVID is kind of opening up a little and yeah, tell us what, like where, where's Spain at? Will you be able to travel soon? Because you were not able to travel, right? Um, yeah, so when I first got here, uh, there was a 10 p.m. curfew and restaurants and bars were only open from 1 p.m. to 3.30. And all like the, the big department stores were closed. Um, and a lot of the just smaller shops, you could only have a couple people in them at a time. And then as the cases kind of uh, got better, they opened bars up, bars and restaurants opened up and from one to five and that just recently ended oh last uh this this monday actually yes this monday so and along with the curfew the 10 p.m curfew which i think we're one of the few european countries that don't have a curfew right now so that's really nice so Um, so right there's no curfew at all yes so there's now there's no curfew uh restaurants and bars close at 11 Mm-hmm. But you're still here um, in Spain. It's kind of a, a big thing. People go to they have different squares. They call them plazas. Um, and a lot of people just go and they just hang out there. Right. And I got my residency card yesterday. So I'm officially a, a Spanish resident. So yesterday, my friends and I, we went to one of the squares and kind of hung out for a little while. Um, and it was nice to just see everyone out and together right. and not, it, it's just weird being in Barcelona in 2019 and you know everything so lively all throughout the night and then like coming here afterwards and everyone was in their house at 10 p.m it was so weird but then uh now like seeing more people out and people are out past 10 p.m and things like that it's really 
nice to see like things are kind of kind of going back to normal. So what what are your plans for you know you mentioned you're not a nine to five and you are a student in Spain you're taking Spanish classes and so what else is on the horizon for you to work wise or creativity wise what are you what are you doing? So originally my plan was to teach English. So before I came, I took a TEFL course. So I'm TEFL certified to teach English um, as a second language. And after doing my uh, practicum and actually tutoring um, students and things like that, I decided that isn't really for me. I, I didn't really like it that much. So I decided to just kind of take a step back and think about things. And I'm kind of said to myself, okay, what do you like? What don't you like? Like, don't rush into anything that you don't enjoy because life is too short to do anything that you, you don't like to do. So I decided that I really, I really like social media. I love like graphic design and things like that. So for right now, I am on Fiverr and I'm freelancing. Um, I'm doing ebook design, lead magnet design. Um, I'm doing workbook design, social media uh, post design. So I can make, um, I'm making different templates for um, entrepreneurs that, like myself, that didn't really have a lot of time to uh, sit and create social media posts. So I'm making kind of social media templates that people can use over and over and over um, for their businesses and different uh, puzzle, Instagram puzzle templates are really a big thing right now. Having a nice social media feed is definitely essential for any business or blogger or anything like that. So I'm also making those. So if you need any social media work, go ahead and look at my fiber. Yeah, we will um, put your fiber link in the show notes. And yes, well, you're, it's really your creativity, your design, your eye for talent. It, it, I see it all meshed together with your sugar cookies, designing them, and then bringing that onto a screen. And you certainly have an eye for design and colors. If you yes. go to Instagram and look at Pawfully Posh, you do all the Instagram for them. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, you've just got an eye for it. Like, I don't even know how to mesh colors together. And you're like, no, yeah, this looks better. Or this font looks better. And I'm like, okay. So you definitely yeah. have an eye for it. Yes. So. And I love doing it. And it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost like a, it's not really work to me. It's kind of like a, a game, I guess. I don't know. It's just kind of kind relaxing. Of yeah, therapeutic. It's just a way for me to just kind of be creative. And right now, I am, you and I are actually working on kind of a new project. Uh, we are working on some new, new uh, e-commerce things. Mm -hmm. uh, we are working on, you are currently have an ebook coming out. I do. Uh, yes. So I was able to design that for her. Um, and then with that, I'm going from a kidpreneur to now an adult. I kind of, I want to help other entrepreneurs uh, with, through ClickFunnels because I had so much success with it. And I think so many other, so many other entrepreneurs would love it. So we are kind of working together to come up with a little project 
to help entrepreneurs use funnels uh, to grow their business and Mm -hmm. to kind of take advantage of uh, what's out there and try different marketing tactics. And yeah, Yeah. so I'm really excited about it. Really excited. I know it's exciting because um, on this project that we work with on the ebook that I'm going to be putting out, launching out, it's um, how to kickstart your child's business confidently today, how to kickstart their business. It's, it's for moms that really just don't know how to start their kid's business. So, and I found yes. myself in a place like that 10 years ago when I was helping you start your business. So I wanted to write it for moms that are struggling, struggling as well and saying, how do I help my child with their business? How do I kickstart it off? So totally yeah. wrote that for them and you're designing it. So it's wonderful that we get to collaborate and work together on this. And then we are starting our new business. We haven't even given it a name yet, but we're, we're yeah. and as entrepreneurs, we're always thinking and going, okay, what can we do next? What can, who can we help? What can we do? What kind of you know, business can we put out there? So watch for yeah. all that exciting stuff coming up. And what else? Anything else that's happening? No, I'm just, I'm really excited for what we have going on because I think a lot of times people think, oh, you know, starting a business and there, there's so many different aspects to starting a business. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed and especially with it, with a child that wants to start a business. If you're in kind of the nine to five world and you don't, you're not an entrepreneur yourself and you don't really know a lot about it, it can definitely be difficult. And um, I think the book is super, super helpful because it gives you so many different resources, different tips that like, that we, the mistake kind of the mistakes that we made and that we learned from them. And we're able to tell you guys um, about them and what mistakes not to make and, you know, different ways you can go about things. It has a ton of, a ton of good information. And, along with the new project that we are working on, just, I know myself, I definitely, definitely worked very, very hard. And I felt at times I definitely overworked myself when I didn't necessarily need to. And through using the ClickFunnels, I was able to see like, wow, I can, people are interested in, in, in doing, I can market this way and this kind of saves me saves me time. So they were, they're buying three kits. The kits are easier for me to make right. versus the decorated kits. So just kind of uh, doing things like that and just making as much money as I possibly can and yeah. helping other people make money and kind of grow their business is what I really want to do. Um, and just help other people realize that you don't necessarily well, and- need to do a nine to five and, you know, you can go another route. Well, and I think, you know, you actually walking in the shoes of being a kidpreneur and then figuring out your journey as a young adult. I know other people DM'd you and said, how are you doing this? How did you move halfway across the world? And how are you, how are you doing it? So you're a great resource for young adults as well that want to live yes. that kind of lifestyle. So kudos to you. you. Want, yeah. Want to travel and, you know, kind yeah, of, they want to travel on their own time. And yep. Yes. It's definitely, definitely, definitely worth it. I, lo- I absolutely love it. Would not change a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I miss you a ton, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm with you because of technology, which is yep. awesome. We, we are totally on WhatsApp all the time. We're and- on the phone 
at least once a day. Yes. It's so weird it, if we don't talk every day. Yes. Sometimes I feel I just weird. call and I'm yeah. like, hey, what's going on? What are you, how, what are you working on? I finished all this. What do you have? Okay. Thank yeah. you. I'll, I'll do this. You do that. Okay. And so, yeah, we're always, we're always, we're always yep. talking. It's a way for us to still keep connected and, and feel like we're there daily, but you're just a long way away in six hours difference. <laughs> yep. So anyways, so we will have you back on because I love updating everybody with your, your journey and what's going on. And of course, we'll have you back on when we launch our new uh, digital products as well and have the ebook coming out and all that. So yes. Lakin, thanks. I know you got to get to, she's got to get to Spanish class. Yep. <laughs> so thanks for coming on and everybody watch for the information. I will put her Fiverr information in the show notes. If you want to hire her and a graphic design work yes. and all of her yeah. wonderful talent. So thanks for coming on today and we of look course. forward to more news. All right. I'm looking forward to coming back. Uh, it was so nice catching up with Lakin and diving into the skills she has acquired along her kidpreneur journey and how they really have served her so well as she has jumped into the next chapter of her life. And certainly entrepreneurship, um, it sure gives you lifelong skills that will benefit all parts of your life. So that's what it will do for your children as well. And be sure to check out the show notes for Lakin's Fiber link. If you are looking to give your social media a facelift and click on the link to our Facebook community, Guiding Parents with Kidpreneurs. Plus, watch for exciting news. Our summer series coming up, which begins June 15th. And my new ebook being released soon. So we've got a lot of surprises coming up, coming down the pike. Woo, we've been busy at work for you guys. So watch for everything coming along. As always, thank you for listening and we will see you next week on the Lemonade to Laptops podcast.